take this out of your brain if you ever mention this first 20 minutes. I will not. I will not. Okay. I'll have to disown you as my second daughter. <laughs> All right. Good afternoon with CP Podcast listeners. Today is August 23rd, 2021. I'm sitting here with Terry Olson Miller. And we're here at our home. We're looking at the Seattle skyline. It is so beautiful today. The sky is so blue. Um, this morning was pretty chilly. It was looking pretty overcast. Um, so I came out here wearing a wool sweater. Obviously, I'm pretty overdressed. But Terry is here sitting next to me in a cute fruits um, button-up blouse. Terry, would you like to say hello? Hi, Julie. It's so nice to see you again. And yes, it is really, it's a beautiful fall day beautiful fall day. Yeah, it's been getting pretty chilly these past few days, hasn't it? It has. It has. You can definitely feel it's kind of like preseason with the Seahawks. We won't talk about that game <laughs> last week, but it definitely has that nip in the air. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, Terry, would you like to go ahead and give a brief introduction of yourself to our WCP podcast listeners? Thanks. Appreciate that. And that's a nice question to ask. So, uh, long time uh, a uh, longtime Seattleite, came in uh, middle school. My dad was career Navy, so we moved every year until we he retired and we settled here. Went to Holy Names Academy up on Capitol Hill and University of Washington. Yay, class of 77. <laughs> Uh-oh, just gave away my age. Oh, well. Um, corporate finance for 23 years. Have two kids and a husband coming up on 30 years anniversary. Um, was lucky enough, I guess to be able to retire, raise raise the kids, be able to retire. And I've spent probably the last 15 years being on um, boards, being able to give back to this community. So really thankful to be able to do that. That's amazing, Terry. What, what boards have you been on? Uh, gosh, for 20 years, been really involved with Boys and Girls Club of King County down there, Rainier Vista, down in the valley. Uh, that club. I'm still um, still actively involved there. Mm -hmm. Health Point, which was community um, community clinics, 14 medical clinics, six dental clinics. I was president there for a long time. Wow. So that was neat. Internationally Save the Children, Habitat for Humanity, Seattle Rep, still on the board, and uh, just joined Treehouse and really involved in CP. That's amazing. So Terry, you, where did, where were you born and where were you? You said you traveled quite a bit. So <laughs> born in Kingsville, Texas. Wow. I know. I know. Wow. Only lived there for six weeks. So <laughs> we'll see. I'm not really a Texas person. Um, we just moved around whenever dad went to a new base, we moved. Mm -hmm. But when he went overseas, well, actually, we were in Japan for a couple of years, but wow. I don't remember that. Yeah. But I think what I remember most is the fact that Every year you had new teachers, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, new friends. Right, yeah. Uh, a, the ability, I think, to enter a space and to quickly get to know people. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. Um, and connect. I think that's the main skill I got from all of that, all of that traveling. Well, that's great. And now I know you're you're technically a Texan. <laughs> <laughs> well, it changes the whole conversation, doesn't it? Texan for six weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, so, Terry, tell me about how you got involved with Common Power. <laughs> well, I think um, just quickly the, the high-level overview, cliff notes, so to speak, uh, though they don't even have cliff notes anymore, do they, Julia? Well, we, yes, they do. They I, I use some quite recently. Yeah, okay, okay good, good. I'm not, I'm, I guess I've already dated myself. 
Um, started with Project Pilgrimage, met through the Seattle Rep, believe it or not, we were doing a play on LBJ and the Great Society, mm -hmm. which was fabulous, and David came and spoke. I'd not heard of him, the infamous David Domkey, until that point. Um, and he was talking about putting together some pilgrimages down to the south. Uh, he, it was his belief that you needed to really be in the space, to be talking to the individuals that are part of, so part of that time, time period and that history um, to really understand what we were up against. Actually, I'm not even sure at that point he, um, he had even been thinking about CP. It was more just really understanding what was going on in the South. Yeah, so we've heard this term Project Pilgrimage floating around quite a bit. Could you tell us a little bit more about what Prog Project Pilgrimage was and what was your trip like? It, I really think it, it really ended up, I think the word pilgrimage really speaks to um, the fact that it was a, it's, it's a pilgrimage, people coming together to tour areas mm -hmm. that are important, uh, painful, mm -hmm. hard discussions followed. It's what happens to you as an individual when you're in that those spaces right, and the right. personal pilgrimage that you go through yeah. and really being able to learn and understand and take that away and process it and understand, okay, what are you going to do with that now? Right, and right. that really started the journey for me to want to continue in the space when David said, you know, we're thinking of, um, we're thinking of common, common purpose and merging it and really expanding and with Project Pilgrimage and really adding that on that political work into that space. And that's kind of how I think I was, Tom and I were one of the first individuals to meet with uh, um, David and AJ and some others and looking over the first budgets. It was kind of fun to do <laughs> oh, that. Fun, yeah, yeah, it really was. And since then to see what's happening with uh, Common Purpose and the changes that they've made, Project Pilgrimage does really important work and continues to this day. They are a separate organization as um, Common Purpose went more of the real strong political work right, right. that you see right now in Common Power. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about those early days of um, Common Purpose. What was that like? What were some of the core values and ideas and kind of what did that you know, fresh start look yeah. like. You know, um, back then we could actually meet in purpose, so mm -hmm. yay <laughs> for that. It was it was giving people in this area, uh, quite honestly, that knew David, knew his work, mm -hmm. um, had been going to his lectures, his right. political lectures, right. which was super interesting, gave them an opportunity to figure out, considering we live in kind of a blue bubble up here, mm -hmm. what can do. we do? to help other states oh, absolutely. Uh, move forward their initiatives. Mm -hmm. And again, from my perspective, always with what I considered an umbrella of social justice mm -hmm. when you look at the issues and why right. we were in those states. Right. Uh, there were lectures, we would go training mm -hmm. for political work, yeah, meaning yeah. would it be door knocking in the key states, mm -hmm. either well, either locally or in other states around the country, what does it mean to register people to vote? Right. What does it mean to feel comfortable to knock doors? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and what does it mean to phone banking, postcards, etc.? Right. From that, I ended up 
having a wonderful opportunity to go to Virginia, mm-hmm. um, which was just really, really exciting and empowering. And again, I think one of the key concepts of CP is in community. In community, and yes. And that really continues in everything that you see mm-hmm. on the website in conversations. Right. It's in community, be it in community supporting the partnerships, mm-hmm. um, like New Virginia Majority. Yeah, yeah. New Virginia Majority. Um, I, I have that T-shirt still. <laughs> it's working with, originally I went down on probably a second trip. We had team leaders that were volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, and individuals down to Florida. Right. We were working to try to get Andrew Gillum and down ballot. Yeah. Uh, uh, helping with that race. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Amendment Four, which was near and dear to my heart. Right. Giving volunteers an opportunity. We paid. For, we we paid, and we will always pay our own way. The volunteers to go to these places, mm-hmm. but working with registering people to vote. Returning citizens for Amendment Four, that brief window of time before we lost that right. to the uh, the state legislators in Florida. Um, it's just it was a wonderful opportunity to just do that work. Yeah. What's been exciting, though, I will say, mm-hmm. is the how nimble CP has been in now moving to once the pandemic occurred. Okay, how can we add value? How can we continue yeah. to support? in a myriad of ways what our partners need us to do right and what states do we believe with the tacticians that i think we have <laughs> yeah the political tacticians yeah. um what states do we need to be in to add that value add that support yeah absolutely so that when we have time to re-enter the space where we can travel the people that want to do that, that can, mm-hmm. they will be able to. But we have a strong, strong base of individuals that can do so much more now, and yes. building confidence Absolutely. to be able to do that. And the fact that when doing talk about lem, lemonades from lemons, <laughs> um, the fact that we get people from all over the country I know. that are signing up for yes. the lectures, yes. signing up for the Zoom meetings. Right. Yeah. It's pretty gosh darn exciting. I've had some of my relatives that have jumped on. It really is. And again, all in community, all working together for common goals. And that's who doesn't need that in their lives. Especially during COVID when everybody felt so isolated and separated. Yes. Um, Yes. It was really important for, you know, Common Power to create community for for those people. And, And what's great now is like Common Power, now that we're kind of approaching work in a hybrid respect um, we now have we're able to hire really talented staff members from all across the u.s we have hiba working from wisconsin we have right. sasha working from tennessee it's it's really expanded um, our ability to do great work and hire amazing staff members yes yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. though i will say if i were to ask for anything from the technology gods moving forward, <laughs> that would be that we had the same technology across state lines oh, yeah. for phone banking, texting, et cetera. It's just every state's a new oh, yeah. a new technology and for someone that's a troglodyte like myself. <laughs> but again, you know, uh, we had wonderful trainings. The mm-hmm. support system from the staff at CP Thank you. is yeah. 200% extraordinary. Thank you. It really is. Really yeah. appreciate that. So, so Terry, so you've been with Common Power for a few years, and you've mm-hmm. continued to support us. What, 
what makes you continue to support Common Power and its mission? What keeps you in this work? You know, I think there's different ways you can support. Time, mm -hmm. treasure, which is money, talent. I'm not sure I have that piece, but I do have <laughs> the time and the treasure. Yeah. Financially, I support it, and I have from day one. We were, I think, some of the earliest funders. Right. Um, and that was because the money is really well spent. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that as part of, um, if you were to go on the website, go to the homepage and look at your core values, mm -hmm. you know, Action Academy. Right, Action Academy. Um, the staff that you have empowering um, the you. staff, such as yourself, to really, we're training the leaders. We're training the leaders for the future. Thank you, you might not yeah. be with us in a year or two, mm -hmm. you might not. But you know what, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because you can't you can't quantify the value of the training that you have had, right. or the younger folks in Action Academy. Um, what you have offered to them, provided to them as interns. Oh, absolutely. To be able to go forth and take it around the country and around the world. Right. Um, as far as time, I just think it's what I've seen as far as the 200, 300, 400 volunteers and how they continue to come back. Um, there's the organization. Okay, let me back up a minute. I mm -hmm. will relate this to my, my business background. <laughs> so often when you have a new company, right. as they evolve, yeah. oftentimes they don't, after three to five years, they crumble and fail. Mm -hmm. okay. They are not able to stay nimble right. to determine what their what their mission is. Right. What is their reason for being? Yeah. And what's exciting with CP is I've seen them grow. They continue to stay nimble. They continue to really synthesize down mm -hmm. what can we offer right. to our partners and across the states, across the country. How can we add value? Yes. Absolutely. We're not here just for ourselves. We're here for every organization and every person that we work with. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I believe. That's great. So, so Terry, talking about value, um, this is my last question since we're about to wrap up here, but what value has Common Power brought to you? So you've, you've talked about Common Power bringing value to next generation leaderships, to the states we work in, um, but what is Common Power, what value has Common Power brought to you? You know, as I found with a lot of the nonprofits I work with, but absolutely in spades for CP, that is, I think of all the individuals I've gotten to meet. Mm -hmm. I think of the staff, every one of them. I can tell you, that, um, especially pre-COVID when it was yeah. easier to get to know staff, right, right, right. To the leadership team, uh, just the connections we've been able mm -hmm. to make. My life, my husband's life, we are better for the connections, the conversations, the situations that we have been able to step into because of because of CP. Mm -hmm. It really is. It, um, our world is expanded. Our viewpoints continue to be broadened, mm -hmm. and it's just it's fun. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it really is. It's it's um, it's an honor to be in this space with you. Well, thank you. It's an honor that you've stepped into this space with me. So, all right, with CP listeners, um, we are going to hop off now.
But thank you so much for listening. It's been really great getting to know you a little bit more, Terry, and sharing you with the rest of our wonderful Common Power community. Um, everyone, if you see Terry in our Zoom calls, make sure to say hi to her. She is a wonderful, lovely woman. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for speaking with us today.